What's new, what's new? Welcome back to another music interview. I'm Justin the Floor God. This is the So Who's Up Next podcast, the show where I talk with my fellow artists about their process, creativity, and music. Bambi is the embodiment of where artist meets aesthetic. Not only is the sound and feel of the music she and producer Zach make on point, so too are the visuals to accompany it in music videos, merch, and the Instagram feed. During our conversation, I was so drawn in by Bambi's creative vision and level of control she explores over every part of the process. Let's get into it. Bambi, super nice to have you on the show. And I'm just wondering, what got you started making music? I don't know. Because, <laughs> like, I was in chorus for a long time when I was younger. And so I think that that gave me, like, the basics of singing. And I also have written a lot. I used to write, like, a lot of short stories and poems and stuff. And so I got a ukulele in seventh grade. And I was like, I should just put the poems that I write to music. You know, it makes sense. So I just did it. And then it just, like snowballed from there to where I am now, I guess. I gotcha. How'd you go from covering songs on ukulele to producing dream pop songs? I always liked dream pop, indie, like No Vacation, if you've heard of them. Mm. That kind of very indie music. I wanted to make that, but I, I had no idea how, you know. Like, I could just play ukulele. I can play guitar a little, not very well. My producer we've been friends since like high school and so he saw me like writing all the songs or whatever and he would send me songs that he produced and one day I was just like you know what you should just produce my music and then like we can make music together and that was kind of how it started okay so did you make all of dream ache with Zach or was that like a collaborative process with other people too or was it just you and him it was just me and Zach, honestly. I wrote most of the songs by myself, except for Carried Away and See You Cry. We wrote those two together, but the other ones I wrote, some of them I wrote before we even started recording, and some of them I wrote like while we were recording it and making it. So do you draft it out on your ukulele, or what's that process like from start to finish? Most of the time with songwriting, I used to kind of like write it with the ukulele or guitar. Sometimes Zach will have a beat, like have a beat ready and just send it to me and I'll write to it. Or sometimes I'll like go on YouTube and find like YouTube beats mm. and then like write to them. And then Zach will make a beat in the same like key and BPM. And then we'll just use that like as a new song. I gotcha. I was wondering how exactly you would explain your style to people who haven't heard your music. It's like kind of like vintage, dream pop, bedroom pop, sad girl indie. I, I don't know. But definitely, there are definitely like um, vintage and older like references musically or influences musically as well as like lyrically. Mm -hmm. So what inspires a lot of your lyrics? If I'm writing something, I think of a situation and then just write to like that situation, I guess. Mm. So like... Um, just picking like a random song like sunsets um i was actually like on a plane to san diego like for vacation and the sun was setting and it looked really cool and i was like i'm just gonna write a song about like being happy and in love and like compare it to like sunsets you know because that's yeah. like it's like a joy thing you know yeah yeah for sure and that whole emotional aspect you very much operate on two sides of that coin like on one hand you do have songs like sunsets where it is very um, melodramatic isn't probably the best word I could use, but I feel like it definitely fits. But then on the opposite side, you have songs like Red Corvette, where you're basically just boasting almost like a rapper. So 
what exactly is going through your mind whenever you're making a song like Red Corvette, where it's like your ego is like at the forefront? So Red Corvette, like I did want to make it kind of like a rapper song, but I'm not a rapper. Mm-hmm. So like it was kind of like, I don't want to say like posturing. Like the lyrics are like, I don't need revenge. Like I don't need revenge on you because I'm rich now. I'm successful. It, you don't mean anything to me anymore because like I have so much success. I guess that just really came from like a place of where I want to be. Red Corvette is kind of like what I want to be in the future. Like I want to be so successful that all of these people that have hurt me, like I don't need revenge on them anymore. I don't need to be petty to them anymore because Mm. them seeing my success is revenge enough, you know? I got you. The best revenge is living to your fullest potential, I guess. Yeah. 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 (laughs) I also really wanted to get into music videos because the music video for Red Corvette, it blew my mind. Like, honestly, like all the music videos you have out were really, really well done. So I'm just curious what that process (laughs) is like also. Yeah, of course. So what exactly is the process like when you go to make a music video? Um, with the music videos that I've done so far, I mainly think of the concepts because honestly, I'm a lot more of a visual person than an auditory person, which is a little hard to believe because I'm a musician. Mm -hmm. But like, I can see things in my head a lot better than I can hear them. So music videos for me, like, okay, so like before I wanted to be a musician, I wanted to be like a director. And so like, I think that that's really helped me to think of the vision of the music video so I come up with like the art direction the costumes the locations I do all of that and then I have this cinematographer she's really talented her name is like Michelle Chwala she's really good and then she just like kind of does all the cinematography puts it together she does a really good job but I'm the one that does like the the costuming the like you know ideas set design all of that that's crazy and it's also very cohesive as well which i mean makes sense if you're the one behind you're the mastermind of the whole operation can see you cry and nobody's best friend we have those kind of pinkish pastel colors and then with red corvette obviously it's like a bright red theme you know i'm just wondering if there are any specific visual inspirations you had going into the making of any of these music videos or maybe just one in particular i feel like for nobody's best friend Billie Eilish, like in the beginning of her career, kind of all of her music videos were like in like just like plain white studios. I've always really liked that vibe of just like being in like a plain studio, nothing behind you, like just like white or pink or whatever. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of what I did for Nobody's Best Friend. Like that was kind of my inspo. See You Cry. I wanted it to be kind of like like a 50s movie almost. Mm -hmm. So like It's kind of about like a waitress who wants to be like a singer and like that's the plot. Yeah, yeah. Red Corvette, though, I wanted like I wanted it to be like a rap video, you know, Mm. but like not. So, you know, that was definitely very like, how can I make this look like a rap video, Mm. even though I'm not a rapper? Yeah, I got you. And it definitely comes across that way. Like I, I just it was a very fun music video. Something else I wanted to talk about, and I don't know if this is significant at all, but at the beginning of See You Cry, you count in German. So I'm just wondering, why did you choose to have that in as a piece in the intro? I just like, I really like Germany. Mm. (laughs) Like, um, I can speak German at like a second grade level, like not that well, but I can still speak it. If I went to Germany, I could live in Germany. I just really love German. Yeah. And I just think it's such a cool language. And I just, I don't know, I wanted to include it. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. (laughs) Have you ever considered like studying abroad somewhere in Germany? Yeah, I wanted to, but like... I don't know. It just like sounds kind of scary to be away from home that long. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's talk more about your visual style. You mentioned earlier that you're more of a visual person than an auditory person. 
which I feel like is a is a good strength to have, especially when you're you know, directing your own music videos and such. Yeah. Also, when I look to your Instagram, everything is on point. So I'm just wondering Thank where you. that style came from. Yeah, it's crazy. Like your aesthetic is insane. Walk me through like a shoot. Honestly, like I just like put cute clothes together and then I like, I take pictures of my backyard a lot. Maybe that's why it looks kind of fairy tale because I live in Florida. And so like it just like right now I'm sitting on my back deck. I live right in front of like the woods mm-hmm. <laughs> pretty much. And so like my backyard is like really green, really really like foresty i just take pictures like wherever i can really and that a lot of the time ends up being like my yard yeah i gotcha so aside from your instagram putting together fits you you obviously have a great sense of style and you recently dropped some merch right yes tell me a little bit about that like how'd that come about also what's your favorite piece of merch you've made i wanted merch because i feel like like it's important as a musician and i wanted people to like be able to like bambi represent you know Mm. so we worked with this graphic designer taylor mckee and we've worked with her before for other stuff we realized that we could do embroidery for some of the merch so i wanted like line art embroidery so i have like the nobody's best friend cake that's embroidery and actually the like uh the dream make cover line art was originally supposed to be embroidery but i guess it was like too detailed or something to embroider Mm. so now it's just print but like whatever Mm. i just thought like those designs would be cool i'm the one that thought of the line art like i was like okay make line art of the dream make cover make line art of the nobody's best friend cake Mm -hmm. and then like the shirt with like the bear on it um that was by another guy lucas robinson and he actually designed that like way back when dream make was like first released he made that bear mm-hmm. he designed the bear like um when we first made dream make and i just thought it was really cool and i wanted to keep like using it as like branding kind of i just really like the design mm-hmm. so we just like put it on the shirt put it on a hoodie it's cool i like it <laughs> yeah yeah that's super cool it definitely all works together and matches your style perfectly, I think. Um, so that's super cool to see you making moves in the fashion department. What's the story behind Dream Make? Like, is there an overall narrative or is it just a bunch of shorter collections of stories? I guess it's more of like a shorter collection of stories. They are like, they have similar themes of like, love which is just like boring like every album like the theme is love (laughs) whatever i did try to make it like similar lyrically and the same kind of like style like kind of like cutesy vintage that kind of style i guess so i also wanted to talk about your song religion which i think is your most slept on song to date Thank you. Um, Everything about that song, I think, is super, super on point. So I'm just wondering where the inspiration for that song in particular came from. That was like the first song that we made after Dreamake. We wanted to release it on Halloween or something, which did not happen because we ended up releasing it like May. We wanted to have like a kind of like creepy, like kind of vibe of the songs, like a stalker that's like in love with someone like they could be my religion Mm -hmm. you know like it's kind of about like infatuation that's like so deep that you're like i could worship you you know yeah i definitely got a sense of that just watching the lyric video and really taking all the words and you know the proper way just stylistically a lot of your songs your voice is somewhat drowned out by the rest of the musical elements and i feel like that just works to build atmosphere but it was really cool for me to like see the lyrics in real time as I was listening to the song. 
with Dream Make out and a few singles out now also. Have you been looking towards the future at all? And what kind of project, or if any, are we trying to shoot for in 2021? <laughs> we have this new project going. We're like halfway done with it. Honestly, I think it's a lot better than the stuff that we've done. Not not like Sunsets or Religion, but like Dream Make like it's good but our new stuff is like like i'm so excited i'm so excited mm -hmm. to release the new stuff it's a lot less about like um relationships and love and more about like situations outside of that i guess mm -hmm. a lot of the songs are more about ideas or concepts more than a relationship or like being with someone I wouldn't say it's too different from dreaming but it, it's like an evolution i would mm -hmm. say definitely yeah i can't wait to to listen to that that'll be super cool obviously you know this period of time everyone's been spending a lot of time indoors less time with friends so i was just wondering how you've managed to get through it or what's your process with kind of like coping with the state of the world right now and how it affects your music it sucks and a lot of people have died and that's horrible but for me <laughs> like it hasn't been that bad because <laughs> like i was a senior in high school last March when it started. I went on spring break and just never went back to school, mm -hmm. which was kind of sick, honestly. <laughs> um, I have kind of been digging like the isolation. It's definitely a little hard to like not have much going on, but like it's nice to like not have to go places. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and I really like masks. Like I know people are like so upset about wearing masks, but. I kind of like them because like no one can breathe on me. That's so nice. Like I don't, I don't ever want to go back to where we weren't wearing masks. Like they're so, they're so nice. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I can totally see that. What advice do you have for people who want to get into music or have already started making music, but they're just at the beginning? Do you have any tips and tricks about how to get started in music? Find a good producer if you're not a producer. Because before I produced with my stuff, I was producing with this other guy and he didn't really know what I wanted. And it was like a whole mess. Like Zach understands the vibe. He gets it like perfectly. If I had not started producing with Zach, I would be nowhere, literally nowhere. So yeah. yeah. This has been the Bambi interview on the So Who's Up Next podcast. If you like what you hear, be sure to check out our music on major streaming platforms. And if you're listening on YouTube, links will be in the description below. Stay tuned because next time I'll be speaking with three-fourths of the Rather Nice band about how they've carved out a nice niche in the Rhode Island music scene. This and much, much more coming very, very soon. I'll catch you in the next one.